0: Episode 107 of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, This is the first episode of November, November 1st. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mitch. Hello. Uh, And uh, let's see. So, November 1st. I can't fucking believe it. We only have two months left. Of 2020 i saw something thank god that somebody had posted <laughs> on the discord where it was like you know december 31st 2020 strikes and it says you've completed the prologue i was like Pretty, yeah, no no please no yeah <laughs> um you know as i do every show let's just kind of real quick go over voting stuff so obviously election day is uh tuesday mm-hmm. uh in the united states so um you know, if you haven't voted yet, please vote. Uh, if you're voting in person, please account for uh, that. It might take uh, time. If uh, yeah, check with your with your employer to see if my employer, for example, allows three hours uh, of company time. Yeah, uh, for yeah. voting. So you know what, it might not be something that they've um, announced. Uh, so you know, check with your employer to see. Uh, whether or not they allow for time for voting. Um, a few things to just to keep in mind as we go into election day. The first is that uh, no one can claim victory on election day. Uh, they can predict uh, that they have won. They can't claim it because it's up to the individual states to certify uh, the election results, and it takes as long as it takes. Election day is not a thing. That is in any law in terms of uh, the results having to be compiled by the end of Election Day. Election Day is a media creation uh, for news networks to be able to call uh, who they think has Mm -hmm. won the uh, election by the end of the evening. Uh, The fact of the matter is every single state has rules in terms of how long it takes for them to count all of the ballots because, hey, guess what? There might be people registered to vote in a particular state that don't live in that state. For example, uh, the men and women serving overseas. So Mm -hmm. their votes might not get in uh, in time, to be counted on election day, but they're in in time to be counted. So, if certain individuals who shall go unnamed are saying that only votes counted by election day should be counted, though that individual is full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, what you have to prepare yourself for is that you might not know who won the presidential election by the time you go to bed on Tuesday evening. Now, there are certain states that an individual could win that would be like, yep, it's pretty much in the bag for this person. But given uh, the status of 2020 and voting, not like, okay, so perfect example. Florida is allowed to count all of their votes, mail-in and in-person Uh, At the same time, so that by the end of the day on Tuesday, they pretty much know who won. Other states are not the same. This is the first year that Pennsylvania is allowing vote by mail for no reason at all. So things are going to be different. So you might have some states that appear blue at first due to the counting of mail-in votes that then turn red uh, because of in-person voting. You might have some states that turn red, that seem red at first because of in-person voting, but then as they count the mail-in votes, turn blue. So states have different rules for how they count votes. No one person can claim victory. They're not going to hoist a trophy above their head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> regardless of what they might be saying on they Twitter. might <laughs> right At the it end just won't day, be accurate <laughs> uh every state has rules as to how their votes are counted what what votes are considered valid based on when they arrived whether it be you know postmarked by election day arrived by election day uh it is in a best case scenario uh, because it's no, it's there's no question as to who I'm supporting in this election. In a best case scenario, there is so many states going blue that by the time I my little head hits the pillow Tuesday night, we'll know, you know, who who got elected. But yeah. the res the the current resident of the White House has made it pretty clear he he's not just going to concede and go quietly into the night. So we have to expect that there's going to be some turmoil, uh, some fuckery, some fuckery, fuckery, some yeah. dumb shittery. Uh, <laughs> right, but you know that being said, as as has always been the case on this show, I don't care. Well, I care who you vote for. <laughs> What's more important to us is that you vote. Mm-hmm. So, whether you're voting for uh, Joe Joe Biden or uh, Donald Trump or Kanye West, or, yeah, whoever you're, you know, or you're writing in like or, Mr. Ed or something. Yeah, Scooby Doo, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. g- vote. Um, and and the other thing is that this feeling, if you are super excited about this election for one way or another, this feeling that you have right now, don't lose it. Mm hmm. Um,
1: yeah, it, it, like I said, I think I said last show, this this election, like I've, I've lived through several and voted in a few. Uh, but this one feels more like ah, like a Rocky movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's an electricity and it's mm-hmm. like it very much feels like a good versus evil kind of thing. Not the, you know. Yeah refer to somebody's somebody's candidate as evil but i'm you know it's yeah. kind of yeah 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 you know, obvious <laughs> if the, but, <laughs> shoe fits. If the yeah, evil issue like, you know, fits <laughs> I, don't I don't think any of us watch rocky for and root for drago but maybe some people do i don't know they might <laughs> but this this one him. from any other one feels like one of the most important ones yeah of of our lifetime and uh you know that's Not something I say lightly, because I'm not a political person. Right.
0: And I would love if we have the same level of turnout and engagement for every election, because what at the end of the day, what I want is an informed and excited electorate that recognizes the importance of not just the presidential election, but down-ballot races and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. you know what? If you think that you aren't smart enough or educated enough or experienced enough to run for public office, I am here to tell you, you are 100% incorrect. There is an office out there, there is a public office out there that would benefit from your service, your experience, your passion, Mm -hmm. uh, your desire to make things better for other people. So don't just rely on our elected officials to do for us find out mm-hmm. where you can serve if it's something that you're interested in find out where you can run and fucking run
1: yeah you might well man- also even not just run but man don't don't be one of these people that and i see this so often don't be a person who thinks your vote doesn't matter it absolutely matters because it absolutely matters yeah absolutely it matters yeah everybody's vote fucking matters exactly
0: All right. I am so excited for this show.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, me too.
0: Because (laughs) we have two movies to talk about that are so much fun. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess that depends on your – all I'm going to say is that I had a very uncomfortable conversation with people at work, (laughs) Uh, and one of the people at work was like, if you had to get up and – walk off a movie, <laughs> why would you watch it? And I was like, uh, because we I'm the dragon. dead by, inside. By the
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And if we it made that me dragon. feel
0: that, <laughs> it's a good fucking movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, both of these movies will be available. Um, let's see. So uh, we're going to talk about two mo- movies. So we're going to talk about Triggered, Uh, And we're going to talk about um, the Wicked and the Divine, uh, both of which will be dark and the Wicked. Sorry, the dark and the Wicked. Sorry. Um, uh, Both of which, uh, let's see, Triggered, uh, Dark and the Wicked hits uh, November 6th. uh, Triggered hits uh, November 6th as well. Both yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Triggered hits uh, Video on Demand. Uh, Dark and the Wicked hits theatrical, also, um, probably VOD at some point. Um, also, uh, trick, uh Dark and the Wicked will be a Shudder exclusive, um, in mm-hmm. 2021. So mm-hmm. if you don't already have a Shudder subscription, might be something that yeah. you want to get. Uh, first
1: of all, why are you listening to us? And second of all, what's wrong
0: with you? Exactly. Like. Um, <laughs> so, um, Let's talk about triggered first because I think between if you can call a movie fun, yeah, I think triggered is more of uh the fun one um it is so um triggered is uh so folks that like who who went to fan fest um and um oh shit what's the other one there's another festival um that uh I think this is already kind of uh, uh premiered at. Um so uh Triggered is uh directed by Alistair Orr. Uh I have not I'm not familiar um with his previous films uh from a script by uh David Jones. Uh I'm not familiar with his uh films either. So um let's see, Alistair Orr. Um he directed um House on Willow Street, Indigenous Expiration, yes. uh and yes. the Un- the unforgiving. Um it is nine. Uh, I guess. I, I, I guess they're kind of college kids, but they seem. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: They're they're they were high school friends. Yeah, they were high school friends. Uh, and they end up right yeah uh, who who have a shared history but they all appear to like, have to have gone off and done their own kind of thing in college or, or, right. or maybe
0: not college but like you know
1: they they knew each other obviously previously and then have gone on from high school so
0: yeah and they they get together for a camping trip in the woods and and the movie kind of opens up with with a with a kind of grizzled individual uh, kind of tying someone in what looks like a bomb vest to a tree and mm. uh, kind of you know, letting them know that shit's not going to go well for them. Uh, no. the, these nine individuals, they end up like getting gassed uh, and they wake up and they find they also have bomb vests uh, strapped to them. Yeah. And what they find out is that each vest has a timer and that timer is counting down. And the way to add more time to your vest is to be next to someone. Who has died? It yeah. could be because you killed them, or because they died in your arms. I could die no. in your arms tonight. Must have been something to see. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, real quick side note: Kyle Canane, Whiskey Icarus, the last track on that record, has an amazing <laughs> joke about that song. So go listen to it. Uh, so if you kill someone or are near someone. Uh, their time gets put onto your time. And obviously with a bomb vest, if time runs out, that's not going to end well for you. And so it's the, the story of these nine friends uh, kind of dealing with the fact that they have bomb vests uh, attached to their uh, persons but also realizing uh eh, only way I can survive is I gotta kill a bunch of motherfuckers right. uh, and then and then it kind of goes from there um yeah. the standout performance uh in in my mind um was by uh his name is russell krauss uh and and it was Cato that was the guy right like who kind of took the the matthew lillard uh yeah. role yeah, yeah. uh yes. So, so uh, Russell Krauss, not to be confused with Russell Krauss. So, this is a South African production. So, a lot of the actors and actresses I'm, you know, personally kind of unfamiliar with. Um, and there's also yeah, a moment same. where, like, uh, uh, they kind of, this one woman comes across a pickup truck, and I'm like, why is he driving on <laughs> the, like, why is he on the, like, they all speak English. Uh, yeah. They're yeah. not, they don't have accents. But why is the driver's side on the right side of the vehicle? And and it's it's because it's a South African production. So Russell Krauss as Cato, uh, like I said, if you watch Scream, uh, that that kind of brought a Matthew uh, Lillard, Lillardian energy uh, and – uh, like he, It was like he was channeling that to, into being someone who realizes, I have the opportunity to kill a bunch of people. And while right. might, most people <laughs> might find it abhorrent, I'm going right. to just accept it and revel <laughs> yeah. in it and have yeah. fun with it. And he yeah. was fucking great.
1: Yeah, he was. It, 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 you know, this, this is one of those movies where it's like – it's, it's concepts over belief of concept. Mm -hmm. Like you have to know what it is going into it and you have to be ready to just enjoy it for what it is. And, you know, be one of these people who's going to giggle when, when, These kids explode or or murder each other because it doesn't make a ton of sense honestly uh, uh, it's I, the most convolutedly weird scenario for somebody for a revenge plot. it's like, oh well something happened to a kid
0: yeah and
1: of. right and all these people are tied together by this one particular horrible thing that happened and uh. So, so,
0: so in a nutshell, Caleb died from a speed overdose. And Mm. Caleb's father, who is a science teacher at their high Uh school, Uh felt that these kids knew more than they were saying, and so um, decided to put them all in bomb vests. Now, here's the thing. And I think that Breaking (laughs) Bad, uh, unfortunately, uh, has a part to play in this. And that is this idea that a high school science teacher is essentially MacGyver. I, <laughs> before I became a, a QA, uh, which is not something anyone, like, aspires to be. Most people fall into this role. I actually went to school uh, to be a high school physics teacher. And I, you know, student taught with uh, a gentleman who was the computer person for the high school, Colony High School, beautiful colony in New York. And when it came to computers, he was as lost as everyone else. So this idea that a high school science teacher, because let's think about the things that would be involved in making these vests. One, he'd need to make vests. Two, he'd need to either know enough about chemistry or procure plastic explosives, which is difficult to do. Uh, this motherfucker had graphics, so he would have had to program graphics. He uh, would have had to program near-field communication, like an NFC type of uh, interface, to be able to mm-hmm. uh, allow time. all, Okay, he would need an interface to know that someone had died. And then Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to detect that a bomb vest was next to him, uh, (laughs) to be able to transfer time, all of this while uh, having what, six classes of 30 students each? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like this idea of the high school science teacher as essentially, you know, the the fucking jigsaw. A mad scientist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so so to Mitch's to to your point you, if you can put aside kind of the believability it's <laughs> logic <laughs> so much fun.
1: Oh yeah. Oh god. It it, it really is. Cuz and because not only that, not only the premise itself being ludicrous, but also Luda. you know uh, uh yeah uh but you take uh, the cast, these, these characters, these kids mm-hmm. who are, you know, kids and they wake up from being gassed from being and gassed. they're like, oh, I'm wearing a vest exactly. and this is weird. And they're so happy. Some of them are so happy to murder
0: the rest of them. Like, Although, you know, that's the part that I found the least objectionable. Because sure, if you, sure. Think, about, if you yeah. think about your circle of friends, and you think about if shit were maybe to go yeah, down.
1: I maybe I don't want to think about
0: And that. an advantage <laughs> could be gained by right. one of us murdering the rest of us. I bet you could go, like, for us, it's Slick. Like, Slick would I'll, kill all of us. <laughs>
1: you yeah, absolutely would. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, <laughs> I would be like, I like... <laughs> like I would want to I would want to like spend the whole evening with Jace and like and
0: be wary of almost everyone else. <laughs> I think Jace would be like, "No, no. Everybody's cool. We all like each other and slick would be right. out there like, he he yeah. would have like we Oh, would oh be, my god. He, they would... <laughs> He would have killed five so, of us. Right. And Jace would be like, I think we're good. I think, like, Jace yeah. would be like comforting Jace us, all like, of us. Jace would be like, oh, thank God it's slick. Oh, that slick would, like, pull the two Rambo M60s. I'd just be like, dugga, 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 dugga. <laughs> and I don't mean that as an insult. I don't have to. Oh, no, wouldn't no, be no. able to do that. I understand. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but I think this is
1: that's such a fun part of this movie is yes. like kind of putting yourself kind of into it and imagining how it would go down if it was you and your friends who, and uh, Oh, and, and another fun anecdote for this movie, uh, is that we, we were provided a screener uh, by the the wonderful people, uh, uh, in charge of putting it out. Um, and I, as, as I am wont to do, uh, was watching it at work and, uh, you know, the audio was kind of low on the old, the old Chromebook here. And so, like, I had, you know, it had it at full volume. And then there's a particular scene uh, in a tent. And <laughs> my office at work, I have a shared wall with both of my bosses. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was watching it, and I, I just didn't expect this cut mm. and there is a sex scene in this film in which a oh, woman yeah. is very audible. So, like I couldn't close the Chromebook fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> so the things that I have to endure to bring you people, this, this show, you're welcome.
0: Yeah. and I, 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 I think it's a, you know, it's, um, it doesn't. I'm not. It, it doesn't really. I'm not going to say like it. It doesn't really break any new ground in, in terms of like the oh, no, kind of no. like, you know, you know, battle royale, bo- battle uh, royale type of, uh, of, 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 uh, uh, of and, it, and it doesn't, you know. it doesn't benefit from. You know something like uh, you know the hunt where you know you've got the guy yeah. from, from another this movie is, I thought of yeah yeah you know the guy from This Is Us who gets killed right away spoiler mm-hmm. alert um, but it it is it's a fun it's a fun movie exactly it, it's got it great kills like the first yeah. individual who gets blown up they actually kind of revisit his corpse and you can see like the parts of his rib cage sticking out it has Mm -hmm. some fucking fantastic lines herpes plays a much bigger (laughs) part in this movie like i kind of thought like like when i was growing up and i was coming up like like herp, like okay i came up during the aids epidemic so like like we were i was afraid there were two things i was like deathly afraid of in high school was crack and aids which is hilarious because i was the most unfuckable high school Mm -hmm. student you would have ever seen in your entire life like no one would have had sex with me even if they were like i want to i want (laughs) to infect somebody with aids they'd look at me and they'd be like not him (laughs) him. exactly they're like i was so safe from aids yeah exactly (laughs) but like aids and crack were the two things i was scared about the most in high school and, and so, in and her, so like herpes, I feel like has kind of fallen. Like, herpes was like a 70s thing. And like, there's so many herpes jokes in this movie that I just found it to be fucking hilarious. But it's such a fun movie. And I can't say enough like, Russell Krause's Cato, he like fucking just, he, this is an actor who 100% is just having the time of his life with like, this role. Yeah. He's the de- very definition of shooting your shot. Exactly. He may yeah. never be in another
1: movie. And he goes all in. He goes in this thing. balls
0: deep in this yes, movie. And it's absolutely. so much fun yep. to watch him. Um, and it's it's almost worth it just to see his performance. Because mm-hmm. it's just he gives it all. And he's fucking mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. He's absolutely fantastic. Yep. I, and everybody's good, but even but then like kind of once you once you find out like you know kind of what the deal happened with Caleb, you're just kind of like, eh, like it's really, it's more. Well, so about- that's
1: like that's such a thing, right? It's like who like what happened to this this kid and who. At the people that were like had more to do with it than the others didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and this dude just like I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. killing
0: all you motherfuckers. Exactly. But the one line that the, the two, like I'm pregnant. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh, not anymore, bitch. Oh god, <laughs> I laughed out loud, dude. <laughs> well, it's, a, it, it's a fun. It's a fun movie it, it, it really definitely is. is it's a lot of fun yeah. to watch it's not gonna break any new ground in the battle royale scene but it it's definitely and and even the end or i don't want to say the end but the <laughs> scene with the pickup truck was fucking yeah. hilarious oh also hilarious <laughs> This the yeah i could get like
1: you said it's just fun it's 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 not anything that we haven't seen you know before there are certain things obviously that are different or whatever yeah but uh God, it's so fucking fun. It like the kills are brutal, the mm-hmm. performance is hilarious, and I just I just sat there and watched it with like this dumbass grin on my face
0: the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth worth watching. Uh okay, so the next one, ooh, yeah. Uh, so the next one a, is... A completely different turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, The Dark and The Wicked, which um, has a theatrical release on uh, November 6th. I'm not... And again, like like we mentioned, um, it's it's a Shudder exclusive for uh, 2021. So um, this is a new film for Brian uh, Bertino. So Brian Bertino uh, directed and wrote... To, to this day, one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, um, which is The Strangers, mm-hmm. um, he he wrote and directed The Monster, which we talked about many, many, many episodes ago, um, yep. and then he wrote Strangers Prey at Night, which um, I think is a fun take, uh, kind of on the Strangers universe, definitely has some kind of twists and turns. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this this movie also, uh, uh,
1: also just not just kind of to to give more of an idea of what you're getting yourself into. He was a producer on Black Ghost Daughter.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: So you um, know, we love that movie. Yes. But
0: yeah, Black Ghost Daughter. Out of
1: out of everything we talked about, he, you get more of an idea of what you're into if you know that he was a part of Black Ghost Daughter, when you go into Dark and the Wicked.
0: Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um this is a movie where um when I was done watching it I had to physically get up and walk around. Yeah. yeah. Because it it fucked me up so much. This yeah. is This is what uh,
1: I look for, man. This is what I long this for is I watch movies.
0: Hands down my okay. So um The Mockingbird, or is it The Mockingbird or The Nightingale? Which is the Australian... Uh, the... uh, The one from the... From
1: the... The super... The rapey one? Yeah. The Nightingale, yeah.
0: The Nightingale, yeah, the woman who did the Babadook. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, this is on par with that. I actually had to Mm. get up. After I watched this movie, I was so fucked up by it, I had to, like, walk around. And shake it off because it affected me so deeply with just terror and just tension and just a feeling of overwhelming yep. unsettledness. This is the horror movie to beat in 2020. Fucking hands down. One hundred. One hundred. This movie degree. is This is my favorite movie of the year. It like, is my favorite movie of the year. It is a movie. If I never see it again, I will be <laughs> It fucked me up that bad.
1: This is this is the kind of movie that like I get that sinister grin when I show it to other people because I, I would, can't wait. This
0: is a this is like this is like this is a Hagasusa level. Yep. Yep. Of fucked upness,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it is. It 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 is unrelenting. Yep. It is brilliant. It has
1: it has some of the most disturbing imagery. It, oh
0: my I've god! Seen it in a okay, very long. Time. So, like, so, so I just want to so, okay. So so you watch your movies on the chrome. H- here's my setup. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, since we moved to the new house. So my wife has an office on the first floor. Uh, I have a, I have like a... So we have a loft. But there's a hallway to the loft. And that's where my quote-unquote office is. Mm-hmm. So if her doors are open... She can see me. And I can turn around and see her. Mm-hmm. So when I watch a movie... If something goes sideways... She'll hear it. Sure. There's a scene in this movie... Um, where uh, Julie uh, excuse me uh, Julie Oliver who plays uh, Marley so so Marlon Ireland who if you watch the second season of Umbrella Umbrella Academy you would know her as Sissy uh, who is um, Ellen Page's love interest Um, Mm. she's also been in a bunch of other things Uh, Marlon Ireland plays Louise Uh, she is um, uh, Michael uh, Abbott Jr.'s uh, sister, uh, they mm-hmm. they have uh, aging parents, uh, mm-hmm. and they come basically. And I have aging in laws, and they they basically come uh, to their aid. The 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 father is essentially, I guess, comatose for lack of yeah. a better word. Um, yeah, and yeah. then and then Julie Oliver plays. Well, the he's mother. like he's
1: like it'll kind of end of his life kind of thing. Yeah, he's like- kind
0: of on his way out. <laughs>
1: And 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 like the doctors are like,
0: hey, kids, you might want to come. Right. You know, but, but, but but Julia Oliver is kind of like, eh, things have also been a little weird. Right. There's a scene where, uh, Julia Oliver is cutting carrots. Mm -hmm. And during the scene, it's probably one of the most disturbing. And it's not a huge, it's not the Furies. Uh, peeling the f- the fucking face off with an axe. It's a very subtle, <laughs> but also yeah. Uh, but I
1: feel like I, I feel like it it sets the tone
0: for what yes. you're in for. And I watch that, and I and so I'm watching this movie, and I went, oh, 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 <laughs> and my wife's like, "What's going on? What's wrong?" And I was like, "This fucking movie," <laughs> and it it is. It's two siblings realizing that for whatever reason their parents are targeted by Satan.
1: For yes, I think yes and no. I think, I, I think that initially they're just like, oh, mom is confused. Yep, you know what I mean? Like. It's just like, oh my god, uh, dementia is the worst. Mm-hmm. Like she, she cut her fingers and stuff. And then as things progress, uh, it's such an interesting like, yeah, progression of yes. what their initial uh, thoughts are on what's happening versus what it ends up being. And and you know, not you know not to spoil things, but like one of them finally is like, fuck this, I'm going home. Like
0: that, you know, that was the most heartbreaking. Yes, it was. Sequence. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It 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 was. Yeah. I mean, like, like, I, I, w- I want to hug Brian Bartino and mm-hmm. punch him in the face at the same mm-hmm. time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, because it's so good. It's it yeah. that scene. Well, But you get
1: it. You know what I, I mean? Because yeah. he's so unwilling to accept what he has seen. Mm hmm. Is is being reality, mm-hmm. and he's just like, nope, I'm noping
0: the fuck out. I'm exactly. going home. Buddy. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm. Yes, I have my own, and and that's what's so heartbreaking is because, yeah. okay, <laughs> this okay, <laughs> shit's about. I know. To get I'm, real. Get, I'm getting ahead. I, I yeah. apologize. No, so, doing the so, synopsis, but like, no, you just no, it, okay, there's so, so many layers to this. Right. So let me let me just kind of like backtrack a little. So, one of the reasons why I found The Babadook to be an incredibly scary and upsetting horror movie is because Mm -hmm. my kids, particularly my daughter, has had challenges um, that her doctors were unwilling to recognize and believe us as being a thing, (laughs) which was central to the premise of the Babadook. So when I'm watching this poor woman trying to figure out what she can do for her kid and I'm like, I fucking did that. I lived that. And it's terrifying. Yeah. So, um, this movie, uh, also, you know, kind of where you've got two adult kids, dealing with you know older parents and mm. and kind of trying to figure out what's going on with them I've been there too I'm still there you know kind of yep. right now Yep and I think those of us who are in our late 40s are dealing with that with our own parents and there's that that like is it just that they are getting to a point where we have to consider that they maybe they can't care for themselves anymore Mm -hmm. or
1: is it Satan? (laughs) Right! Oh my god! Right! That's exactly what it was, because I remember specifically, and this is like, super personal, and like maybe I won't be able to relate to it, but I remember, like, my dad, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when he had to make the decision to put his grandmother, my great-grandmother, in the nursing Mm -hmm. home, Mm -hmm. and we would go visit like I would go every Sunday and I brought her a vanilla milkshake
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I went with dad and it's like, oh, it's so, cause you don't know. And that's the worst, the yep. worst feeling in the world. Yep. And she's like, it's like, is she confused or is this really happening? And we just, they don't do that when we're here. Right. And she's like, like they're, they mistreat me when y'all aren't here. And it's like, well, do they? And, and he's like. Oh, okay. And then he's like, when they're not, you know, when I'm in here by myself at night, they're like, go choker mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was, I was hearing this and I was, I was a kid. Like I was younger when this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, Oh, I was so confused. And like, it fucked me up because like, and then dad, you know, what was, you know, he was like, she's like, I can hear him talking through the walls. And he's mm-hmm. like, and he's like, so he, he's like, I'm going to go up to the desk and talk to him and tell him to stop, like trying to like, you know, con- console her. But at the same time, he's like, she's just, she's just saying nonsense. But like, is she, you know what I mean? Like, right. Because like, you don't know what happens once you leave. Right. Right. It's like, right. It's terrifying because like the older I get, the more like I feel for that because right. Oh, I went through my dad, right? Uh, going through, uh, you know, not being able to concentrate, stuff like that, and like, unfortunately, you know, uh, uh, he passed uh, because of a car wreck that he was in, mm-hmm. and he, you know, had gone to Walmart, but didn't know why he went to Walmart, like right. after the accident happened and stuff, and it's like, God damn, it, I, I felt. So hard for these kids in this movie,
0: like, like, and that's the thing. Like, so this this summer, we found out that my dad was dying of cancer, and and so my sister went out there where my dad is, and without kind of really getting into it, like, um, I think as is the case with, and I'm sure you you're in the same situation with with your brother. Uh, mm. You have a different relationship with your parents than maybe your sibling does. Yes. Um, and so she stayed there for a long time. And I was like, this is not good for you. You mm. it, th- you need to kind of. And I. So when I watched this movie where the brother left, I was mm. just like, that was me. Mm. Like, that was me. Like, I fucking left. Yeah. And, so I and and and, and was that for right me, was for me to do? Yeah. Right, because did she need me? Like, well, should I have stayed there? Yeah. Like, fuck you, Brian Bertino. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, fuck you for making this amazing movie that just brought all this I shit. Know. I
1: can't. I know. Man, this. <laughs> but here is the thing. This movie punched me right in the fucking gut,
0: <laughs> and it's so amazing.
1: Yeah. And yeah. here's
0: here's the thing. And this is where like we've talked about this before where uh satanic influence movies get mm. me the hardest because mm. at the end of the day um you know Louise and Michael and their father and their mother they're nobody.
1: They're right. no one. You're so right.
0: if you look at kind of like um you know, kind of like satanic possession movies. You've you've got movies where, you know, maybe they're trying, you know, Satan is trying to possess, you know, um, some head of state, you know, someone to, right. to, to yeah, bring about some exactly. sort of like great political change. Sure. But at the end of the day, if Satan wants to fuck with you, it doesn't matter who you are. And that is why it is the scariest fucking thing to me. Yep. And I've got enough Catholicism rattling around in my brain cage (laughs) to realize that it doesn't matter. Satan will take it doesn't matter whether you are the head of state Or you're just some fucking nitwit out in an Eastern bubble fuck. Some
1: some farmer in the middle of fucking Midwestern United States. Nobody gives a fuck. Terrify
0: you and and take your soul. He'll Mm -hmm. take it. And that's the scariest thing. Yep. The fact that there's this malevolent force that wants you for no other reason than it just causes harm. Exactly. Exactly, and like it's
1: like everything you need to know about this movie is in the fucking poster. Yeah, and it's it's a fucking upside down cross that yep. looks like it's like blood smear with a fucking like wind vein, yeah, like on it. And I'm like, that's all you need to know, bro. Like this is gonna fuck you up, and
0: it's even got that poltergeist too. So Xander Berkeley priest the priest that you're all gonna die. <laughs> oh my and hit, god, like, man. It's, it. it is... Oh,
1: and it's it's the kind of thing where, like... I, this is the kind of thing, again, it's chasing the dragon, right? I yes. want something to affect me in a certain way. Yes. And I'm going to hate myself for it, but I, I fucking want it. And yeah. this was the one for the year. And in a year that I was afraid, I wasn't going to have that experience. I'm not going to get my Hagazusa this year because, mm-hmm. you know, 2020 is garbage. Uh, this movie... For like, for better or worse, no better comes in, better. and it's it is goddamn, it's swinging for the fences. If hits. the fences are making you feel like absolute shit, it's it funny. scares the fuck out of you. It's <laughs> disturbing. There is imagery in this movie yeah. that harkens back to things that I saw as a kid in like uh uh the vampire boy outside the window in yes. Salem's Lot that yes. scared the Out of me, there's shit in this movie that I, as a forty year old man, was just as goddamn scared of. And similar imagery, Mm -hmm. like in this movie, this is this there is there's almost no chance at this point in 2020 that another movie is going to fuck me up the way this movie
0: did. And and the uncomfortable thing is, so we have a you know we have all these Slack channels at work, and we have a fun movie. Slack channel and everybody, you know, it's funny because like, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm very active in all of our Slack channels at work. Like I, I, you know, we're, we're like 85 pre pandemic, 85% of the people who work at my company work remotely. Mm. So like Slack is the way we all chat with each other and so like i'm a big proponent of you know work culture so i'm i'm posting shit here and there and and anybody who knows me knows that i'm a dumb motherfucker if if there's an opportunity to make a joke i'm gonna fucking make it for better or for worse sometimes it goes too far it's just whatever it happens and so we were talking in the movie channel, people are like, oh, it's Halloween. What are you watching? <laughs> and people are like, Ghostbusters or Transylvania 6,000. And I'm right. like, oh, I watched a movie that I had to get up and walk off. And they were like, why would you watch that? And I was like, because I'm dead inside. <laughs> exactly. That's what I want. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, this movie... This movie is the fucking shit. Like, it is. It's pure horror heroin. And. Thank, it's exactly. Thank, that. Like, for all you folks that ain't had a chance to see it and won't get a chance to see it, and then Shudder comes along, motherfuckers strap in. Yeah. You have been warned. It, it's that movie. It's going it to fuck your shit up. Yep. It, it's the one.
1: It's the new. The one, right? Yeah. The one that like people talk about, you know, or whatever. And maybe like everybody doesn't see it. And obviously, like I d- can't see this uh, being something that like mainstream no. is a thing. It is not. It is not the new Hereditary. No, this is that nope. movie. Nope. This is that movie that like people that loved Hereditary can't fucking handle. Like this is a movie that, that
0: like. 15 20 years ago you'd know that kid at school and you'd get the vhs and he'd be like mm-hmm. just you know what mm-hmm. watch this by yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't tell your mom yeah. you got this from me oh uh, it's everything i wanted
1: it to be and it's like I, amazing it had done uh a uh, festival the yeah. festival circuit and people that i respect their opinions were like oh jesus like this movie was yeah. the one they talked about and I yep. was like, I w- could not believe I got that email and yep. they were like, hey you want to watch it? And I was like, you're goddamn right yeah, shout and, out to uh, RJ
0: LE Films who yeah. uh, previously um, um, so two so years in a but, row
1: coming through with the hotness come on, yeah. son
0: so they, um, they're they the ones who uh, they're behind uh, um, uh, Beelzebub or Beelzebuthah yep. I forget yep. the name, uh, kind of, which had Bell's been Book. a Shutter exclusive, kind of getting a, a, a Blu-ray release. Uh But no, this this movie is the shit. Yeah. This
1: also, is, Haunt. They're Haunt. the why we got to see Haunt early. Yep. I fucking love these people. <laughs> yeah. No. Because we're I nobody.
0: Mean, like, if you. Like. But but if you if you don't have a Shutter subscription, and by now you fucking should, like fucking mm. get that shit for twenty twenty one, because when the Dark and the Wicked hits. Yep don't, like, whatever whatever you plan on watching this movie, if you plan on watching it, like, in the morning, just plan on taking the rest of the day off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, like, I watched it, I like, I know I talk about the Chromebook, I actually watched this uh, uh, on the television, like, I I brought up, like, the whatever whatever it's called, whatever the uh, web browser is on the Xbox Yeah so I, I brought up my email from the Xbox uh dash and and I watched this
0: movie on the TV with my name across not the flex but Yeah, like so when you get <laughs> when you get a screener because they they want to make sure you're not like releasing right. it to like torrents Right, right, Yeah, you're not they put your login as like a watermark across mm-hmm. the movie. So that way like if you uh if you were to like somehow record it and then torrent yeah. it.
1: I have this like I had this very, very tiny collection of of screenshots on my phone of me getting a movie early and it having my name on it. So when the the title card comes up and my name is beneath it, like I take a picture. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So because, you know, I'm nobody. And the fact that these, you know, they you know, they they offer me to watch these things early and stuff. And then I end up loving them the way that I did haunt. And, and this movie and, you know, triggered and like all these other things that like I'm lucky enough, you know, that I get to to take a look at them early and stuff like, you know, I'm nobody. So, like, to see my name there on, on the television is exciting. So I take pictures and stuff. Uh, but this this is another example of uh, a company who shouldn't know who the fuck I am in any capacity <laughs> giving me the opportunity to watch what ends up being my fucking favorite movie of the year, like again, and just so, so many thanks to RJL, uh, you know, in anybody, you know, who, who reaches out to us and is like, Hey, there's this movie, uh, and gives us an opportunity to watch it kind of before it releases. I mean, you know, I, I don't think that, um, my opinion or what I have to say about you know things really does a lot for them, but at the same time, God bless them, you know, <laughs> for giving me the opportunity to watch this stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, but but it's a it's a fantastic movie. I mean, even even you know, kind of like even if we hadn't like had the opportunity to watch oh, it's, it early, it's, it's,
1: it's like Haunt. It was the it was like the movie that I had read things about, and yep. it was like my most excited thing to see. And then I get an email, and they're like, hey, you want to watch it early? And I'm like, you're motherfucking right I do. And,
0: and <laughs> Haunt, I, I, you know that that's now part of my Halloween tradition. I, just, I watched and, it again, and, and I enjoyed it. I found things about it that I, I missed the first time. It's just a good fucking movie. I um, watched it uh, in, the, in
1: the new house uh, with uh, a living room full of people who had not even seen it. And, so uh, good. Man. It's so good. It's a fucking great movie. And so uh
0: so Susan Susan uh Arendt, who is a co host of the Long Legged Beasties podcast, which you should totally listen to. Uh, you know, one of the things she brought up to me was like the best part about haunt is that it it's a haunted house that you could kind of anybody could make. Yeah. It's not this like weird, elaborate it it's like just a bunch of folks who get together and go to home depot and and she's absolutely right
1: yeah yeah it's it's not like this super elaborate like they spent tens of thousands of dollars to create this haunt no it's every haunted house you've ever been into yeah it just so happens to be run by psychopaths who are into body mod and yes you know they're fucking awesome
0: Yes. Uh, That being said, so uh, real quick, the long-legged beasties—they have Josh Rubin uh, from Scare Me on their show this past week, Mm -hmm. talking about Poltergeist So uh, definitely go ahead and and, uh, give them a listen. Yeah. Uh, So we are going to take a quick break, uh, and then we're going to come back and kind of talk about some games and stuff that we've been into. So uh, sit tight, and we will be back uh, in a minute. All right, and we're back. So uh, let's see. So there's a bunch of things we need to talk about on the games front. So you have been playing one of my probably favorite games of the summer, uh, and that's Maneater. Is that yes, right? Yeah.
1: I, I have. I uh, uh, In what is uncharacteristically uh, me playing video games, uh, I have not been playing Destiny. Uh, I, I finished... Uh, what I needed to do for Festival of the Lost uh, early, and I started playing Man Eater again, which we talked about last show. Uh, I ended up uh, finishing the game. I 100 of the game. Nice. Uh, which is also uncharacteristic what, of me. What did
0: you play that on? Was it the PS4? Xbox. Oh, okay. Xbox
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had bought it on Xbox the week it came out. Okay. Uh, and I played it, and I loved it. And then something happened in Destiny and I stopped playing it. (laughs) As is the way. Right. uh, As I want to do. Uh, I finished it, uh, had a fucking blast, loved the ending, Uh, maxed out my shark, got every achievement, all that good stuff. Uh, But then uh, I had been streaming uh, the Blair Witch game. Yep. So I also put on Xbox. And, uh, you know, people were kind of watching it and. Again, me being me, I was like, well, they don't matter. I'm not going to play it anymore. So I stopped playing it. And then the last time that I did play it, I didn't stream it because I was like, I don't know if I am going to make any progress or not. And I actually made a ton of progress.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I waited months and, and didn't play it at all. Uh, and I, so I finished Man Eater and I thought, you know, it's spooky time. It's Halloween. Sure. Uh, I liked the game, the Blair Witch game. I wanted to finish it. So I ended up uh, booting that back up, and I played uh, through this. Like I got to like the next location, which was the sawmill. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I had no idea I was as close to the end as I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I put it back on uh, one day this week, and I played you know the sawmill part, and then and then something happened, and something happens to your character and then you like kind of black out Mm -hmm. and then you wake up and you're in the woods. And I was like, Oh God, now what? Right. And then there's like a thunderstorm and then lightning flashed Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I saw it. It was the house. Oh, and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. So, so like I immediately put on Twitch and I started streaming because I knew that Jace had played it up to a certain point, and Sean had also had uh-huh. uh, and they noped out of it. Yep. When they were they were afraid of like the the leaves people, and I was like, well, I'm not afraid of leaves. Um. Uh, and so I so I go into the house, and I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I was so into it. Mm-hmm. This game, this game was like probably a seven out of ten. Until I got into that house, mm-hmm. and then and then it's like it is exactly what I wanted the the whole game to be.
0: Uh, like, uh, yeah, I had downloaded it, but I just I'm such a wuss when it like I'll I'll watch a horror movie, but if it's like there's something about like hmm. having to play it, I get so scared. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah no. I just I I, and, I I downloaded it and I've never played it because I'm just so scared of it.
1: Right, and I wasn't, and I love like the survival horror kind of like these things, right? Like Alan uh, Wake scared the shit out of me. Like yeah, that,
0: that that's Alan, my that's like the yeah. that's like probably
1: Alan Wake <laughs> Alan Wake did not scare me, but it did scare the shit out of my son. Okay, so
0: Prey Prey scared the shit out of me. Like that's yeah, kind of pray, like what we're dealing with. That's what I, I can handle. Don't
1: consider Prey to be at a horror game.
0: So. <laughs> Okay, but like you're like looking at like a like a like a Rolodex and it turns into a monster. I can't handle that. Sure, it turns into
1: a, a goo monster, but like that's it's not scary. Still, it's still a monster. <laughs>
0: I guess. <laughs> okay, you don't like, know how much I don't like calling people. The idea of having to call someone on the phone. You're right. That's terrifying. You're right. <laughs> a Rolodex becoming a
1: monster is way scarier than like Leeds <laughs> becoming a monster. <laughs> But like I was so excited for this game because I love Blair Witch. Like the whole mm. all of it. I even like the second one. And people yeah. should on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm super into those woods and the time manipulation. Like yeah. Adam Wingard's Blair Witch is like I love it. And yeah. so the game takes all that consideration and and the the narrative and the character that you are. And how it plays on, you know, because most of the time you're like, okay, he's a guy who's going into the woods to save a kid. Like mm-hmm. that's, he takes his dog and he's going to save this kid. And what you find out about who this person, who you are is, is so interesting. And, you know, you automatically would assume when you play these things that you're like the hero or you're a good mm-hmm. person. And then you learn Things in this game about this guy, uh, and maybe he's not right the, the the best dude or whatever, right? Right. Uh, but the way that the game takes the Blair Witch mythos into consideration and fucks with expectation and fucks with uh, the backstory of the character that you are, mm-hmm. it's fucking brilliant. In However many hours that I spent wandering around around the woods not knowing what to do next, and I was kind of like, this is more aggravating than it is captivating. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that house, like everything I wanted the game to be, it became right. It it is fucking phenomenal. I was scared shitless. <laughs> I loved every single minute of that last hour, hour and however many minutes that I spent once I got to that house. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But it was like it like surprised me and it shouldn't have, how excited I got. Right. Once I woke up from that cutscene and lightning flashed and I saw that house. Right. And I was like, oh shit. Like business is about to pick up. (laughs) And, Like it <laughs> shit's about to go down, <laughs> and it did, and it was everything I wanted that game to be for that last hour and change that I spent on it.
0: Right. Well, that's awesome. Like yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like tempted because it's on Game Pass, so like I'm kind oh. of like tempted to play it, but I also know me, and I'm like a giant wuss. <laughs> uh, so, um. Okay, yeah. So for like me, so I, uh, you know, the, the, um, so, so Ghost of, uh, Tsushima has been one of my favorite games of, uh, 2020, rivaled only by, uh, Hades. And Which uh, I bought. Uh, yeah, I bought which Hades. you bought. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Giant has sale this past That's week. The next thing I'm doing, yep. Uh, it's fucking great. So I continue to play an Escape from Hades, but uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So they did the New Game Plus thing, and I can't remember how much we talked about it last show, but I am, like, continuing to, like, kind of barrel uh, forward on my um, New Game Plus run. But um, I will say I did play a little bit of the co-op, um, and mm. it's uh, it's a fun mode because it's set in this, like, kind of like ghostly realm they have there's some like game mechanics that they play with like for example like okay there's these two mongols that are like tethered together so you have to like assassinate them within seconds of each other otherwise like they'll bring each other back to life mm. um so there's like these mechanics that they use in the co-op missions that don't make sense in the main that's game some, That's some
1: destiny shit right there
0: Yeah but the the thing is like if you're playing on like you know bronze which is like the lowest level right like you can like i had this cat run in the other night and he just like he was just like what's up everybody <laughs> and he got fucked up fairly quickly and i was yeah. like come on dude like we're supposed to like be <laughs> silent or a assa- because the first class you unlock is the assassin um and not the samurai or you know the archer where you're like a fucking tank or whatever and mm-hmm. and so he ran in just like bobby badass and he got his fucking ass handed to him and then he was like kind of humbled and like was like oh maybe we should sneak around and I was like yeah you think um so like if you're <laughs> playing on like the bronze level yeah. <laughs> um you can kind of like play with someone you're not talking to and and do fairly well but if you were to play on like the higher difficulty levels, or to go for like the levels that have like bonus objectives, you would have to play with someone you could speak to. There's just mm. it just wouldn't yeah. happen any right. other way. But it's also it gets fun and it's there are so many feats per class, and then there's like gear, and you can up upgrade it and you know the whole green, purple, whatever. And so, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sucker punch makes like really you know, really good-looking, but also somewhat kind of generic games, like You know, Infamous Second Son was a. It was fantastically good looking. But when you played it for a while, you were like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of doing the same thing over and over again. Ghost of Tsushima is definitely better in that regard. But like this co op shit, like, adds a whole nother, like, kind of level to, like, the type of stuff that they want to do. And then there's, like, four player survival and there's a fucking raid. So, like, this is a disc that I'll have for a while because I Mm. want to do uh some of this like co-op stuff and i and i can't wait for like you and like other folks to kind of get it so that we can kind of like play it together yeah Um, i have it but like i'm waiting for the ps5 at this point yeah yeah because there's no reason not to right right um and then i did start um watchdog uh legions Mm -hmm. so um i have a ps4 pro which you know, Ghost uh, Tsushima looks amazing. Load times mm-hmm. are like fast, and then I have a regular, just a uh, like an Xbox One S, which is a uh, mm-hmm. slim, right? Right. So, <laughs> you know, Watchdog Legion uh, looks okay, and load mm-hmm. times are long. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to you know, when I finally do get the series X, whenever that arrives, like kind of like shortening yep. these load times, but it's an yep. interesting concept. If you've played the previous watchdog games where there's no kind of like central protagonist, you are, yeah. you know, kind of like, um, recruiting, uh, individuals to be part of dead and then, um, mm-hmm. using them for missions based on how you feel, um, their skills, would uh, yeah. best best like, allow for mission completion.
1: Right. Like, I, I, I played and loved the first Watch Dogs. The second one, uh, I have it. I started it, and I really couldn't get into it. I but I, I tweeted uh, about this new one because it's like – it's exciting for, for me uh, based on the premise because it's, it's close to uh, a sequel – uh, in video game form to one of my favorite comic books of all time. Global frequency Mm, is I'm, I'm ever going to get, uh, and, and in that regard, uh, I fucking love it and I'm excited to play it, uh, as a third watchdogs game. I'm like, yeah, but like the idea, you know, behind it, uh, because global frequency is exactly what this is. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it, it, it's interesting because like, you know, Ubisoft has gone out of their way to say, you know, even though they've they've put out plenty of games that could easily have taken kind of a political message, they've gone out of their way to say like, no, 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 no. like these games yeah. don't have a message. And you know, the reality is in, in Watch Dogs Legion, you know, you're kind of talking about the rise of this kind of authoritarian state and, you know, kind of police brutality and the rise mm-hmm. of like you know, data uh, and social media kind of like running our lives. There's no way you can say something about this game. Uh, it doesn't matter. Even not saying something about it is saying something. So it's kind of like um, happy to see that they were like saying something. But, at you know, kind of at the same time, you know, kind of what they're missing so far from what I've seen is that when you play, you know, as kind of a new member, you're like, still by yourself and Mm -hmm. so if you think about like grassroots organization it's not just bringing together a coalition of people with with different skill sets it's Mm. using them in concert towards a goal yeah and and that's the part that is kind of missing is you can switch between okay this person you know, yeah,
1: maybe, I can I, I see, I see that. Yeah, sure. you yeah, know, this yeah, person yeah.
0: might be good in a fight, and this person You're might right. be a good hacker, and I'm going right. to switch from one to the other, but there's no, like, greater concept of, like, calling in these yeah, other folks. that's,
1: right, that's where, like, the disconnect is between the comic, yeah, like, a comic-like, you know, yeah, and in this game,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but from a from a like a technical level like this idea of not having like a central protagonist that you can mm-hmm. switch between but then mm-hmm. also so like the idea of having like a roster of characters that could die like Fire Emblem has been doing that forever. And yeah. so, you know, here you can turn perm- permadeath on or off. I turned it on just to have like a greater stakes. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. But yeah, this I would idea too, yeah. Of having like this tool set uh, of folks, and you might uh, pick someone who you think is right for a mission, and then they die. And once they're mm-hmm. gone, they're gone. Like I think that's great. I think yeah, I you agree. know, yeah. you know. So often we play games as uh, protagonists, and if they die, you just load checkpoint, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, you just reload, yeah. Right, and so you know, there's there's kind of stakes here. To make sure that... Like, perfect example. <laughs> so I was walking around London, and I found someone uh, who I thought, oh, she seems great, and I hit the wrong button, and instead of talking to her, I punched her in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: okay, she didn't want to be part of DeadSec after that. Um <laughs> So this, (laughs) excuse me, this idea that you could see someone who you think would be really good for your movement, but then kind of fuck up how you approach them or, you know, maybe not complete, you know, the mission for recruiting them means that they're Mm -hmm. not available to them or, you know, kind of God forbid you send them on a mission and then they die and they're just gone because they're dead. Like, I think that's really cool uh for like an open world game to kind of uh you know kind of play with and explore so i'm looking forward to seeing you know kind of where it goes i'm really looking forward to if i ever get a fucking email from amazon to where my series x is to reduce <laughs> these, these loading yeah. times because they yeah. are long um, yeah but um but you know i give I give you know Ubisoft, i mean admittedly they have a lot of work to do uh internally around making sure that um you know individuals who work there feel safe uh and know mm-hmm. that um they're not gonna be like preyed upon by other members um yeah, you know uh, <laughs> of the staff, but it's like
1: a, like making these games isn't is enough enough of a stressor, no to shit have right these yeah. other go wrong. Right.
0: But, yeah. um, it, it's an interesting concept, uh, to, to not have, you know, someone to put on the poster, right? Yeah. To right. Not have, yeah. Like, yeah. This, yeah. This discussion right. about who the main character is. It could be anyone. I mean, yeah. you're walking around London. You, I mean, I I passed two, three dozen folks that if I wanted to, I got to try to recruit them. And now that's right. the main character. Right. So it'll kind of be cool to see like kind of where it goes. That's such
1: a fucking dope concept. Yeah. But you're right. Like there's no, when, when you come, when it comes down to a promotional standpoint, it's like, who's on the poster? Well, it could be anybody. Well, like that's,
0: the, and that's why they put the person in the pig mask. Right. Right. It doesn't right. matter who it is. Right. Um, so. so, so we'll kind of see where it goes. Um, so, you know, next couple weeks. Uh, so possessor uncut, by uh, brian depalma yeah i'm super excited that comes out i can't um, wait to watch it tuesday so i'm really excited for that one yeah um, me too we've got uh, i'm trying to think there's been a bunch of other stuff that's kind of come out um well
1: unfortunately uh for me uh having lost internet thanks to the storm i lost power and internet thanks to the storm uh but uh so shutter did uh an all-day thing yeah. yesterday, yesterday on the yep. internet that I didn't get to watch, and they yep. premiered a movie called Lucky. Mm. Uh, and uh, if you weren't watching it when they streamed it, it's gone till next year. And oh I mean, no shit! I okay. did not get to watch it.
0: So, well, well, we do have the uh, the Creep Show animated. That'll be fun. Which to watch. was fantastic. I haven't watched I that yet. I Loved it.
1: Oh, I uh, loved it. Yeah, super cool that it was like a uh, one story that Stephen King wrote, and the next one was Joe Hill, his son. Okay, uh, yeah, yep. and it was really good.
0: Yeah, so so we have a bunch of stuff, but uh, Possessor Uncut is the thing I'm I'm probably looking forward to the most. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, um, it's it's on my very short list of things I need to experience.
0: Yeah, um, and then of course uh, the next time we would do a show. Um, you know, hopefully uh, new consoles will be out. So we'll we'll have a little bit yeah. to kind of chat about uh, in regards to them. But uh, whatever it is we decide to talk about in the next few weeks, hopefully uh, you will be here with us. So um, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, so we're going to go back to the, I know it's been a week since our last show, but we're going to go back to yeah. our normal uh, kind of two week uh, schedule. Unless something else comes up that, you know has an embargo date, but you know whatever <laughs> we are at the whims of the studios that share you know, their stuff
1: with us. <laughs> if people want us to watch their stuff like we're we're happy to watch it, and we will adhere to their rules when it comes to embargoes, obviously so. yeah,
0: and if you you know if 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 you know folks that you think might like the show, you know send a link along you know like do mm-hmm. you, you know whatever you you we we appreciate everybody who listens um and you're our best advocate so if you have stuff uh that you uh if you have folks that you want to share us with then then go and do so um but uh for myself and mitch this has been episode 107 so thank you so much for hanging out with us uh we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next two weeks uh be safe uh go vote Uh, Be good to one another, and we'll talk to you soon. So for myself and Mitch, uh, thank you again so much. Uh, Good night, and have a good evening. And I don't have the button. Where is it? (laughs) It's the jolly candy-like button. candy-like button. (laughs) All right, good night, everyone.